Emily has Allie's box. Yes. Don't know how she got Allie's box because her and Arya and the girls are not supposed to be speaking. And she says very publicly, I want Allie's box, which is very sexual. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I'm like, Michelle, don't laugh. Allie's don't box, be Allie's box, Allie's box. Allie's box. Allie's box. Here we go. Episode 14. So fitting because it's 2.14 after Valentine's Day. We record, it, we record on Thursdays. So this is post-Valentine's Day. But we hope you enjoyed with your loved ones. And if you did nothing like we did, cool to you too. That's right. Maybe you did your taxes like I did. <laughs> Maybe you threw in a frozen pizza and went to sleep. Anyway, so we're talking about episode 14 of season two titled Through Many Dangers, Toils and Snares, aired January 2nd, 2012. So we've made it into a new year for the show. But it's only been four months. It is so messed up. (laughs) Kate Kate sent an email and she's like, the the timeline is bizarro. It has just... They keep digging themselves in a hole because they told us it was one month. Stop telling us things if you're not going to follow through. Yeah, like it's December, but the girls are in tank tops in Pennsylvania. Yeah. In Pennsylvania. And Let's like do hot the research. Tops like Hannah. Like that is a summer top. Yeah. And they're all freshly tanned because I'm sure they were loving their break. Right. Being on hi- hiatus. Right. They look very freshly whatever awake. it's it's part it of the fantasy that we have is. to deal with that's right um this episode was written by joseph doherty and directed by norman buckley a month has passed see we say a month has passed mm-hmm. since the liars were arrested and now they're at each other's throats emily mm-hmm. has been iced out completely but what could but what could have divided them so severely has a finally won the game of divide and conquer that summary is so was so challenging imdb why do you do that to me? Yeah, it was just, it was very wordy. Wordy, but, and un- 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 just, there was no punctuation. I had to add punctuation. Really? Yeah, it was weird. All right, let's get into the A adventure. Let's get this right out of the way. Adventure, capital A. Capital A adventure. Okay. okay yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so we find out that the girls are technically off the hook post- the murder weapon situation they have to do community service but we find out from other people doing community service that spencer's mom had got them this is basically a deal that they have to do community service for i guess it was a month because it looks like they're coming on their ending hours of it right and then um tensions arise between the girls and spencer and Emily are uh, just kind of are butting heads and then they have a physical altercation. <laughs> and so the guards have to break it up and everyone's loving it. And Garrett is there and he's watching from his police car and he's eating like peanuts or M&Ms or something. He was snacking a lot this episode. I've, I didn't even notice how like, the first time I watched it, I'm like, wow, he's really eating a lot. Is this like a character trait that yeah. we're going to add for him? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So the girl's... Spencer and Emily end up getting two more weeks of community service. So 
you know, that's what happens when you fight. But right. it, it, right. it looks like to the public and to the viewers that the girls are not in a good place. Over the past month, things have happened. We don't really know what has happened or what has occurred. And you kind of hope and wait for them to tell you what happened between the girls. But they don't really do that because we find out this is a trick. They're just trying to, or on the outside, appear to be broken so that A, will weasel their way and invite one of them that we find out Emily because Emily is the weakest link. Right. And it seems as though she's the one on the outside. The other three girls have kind of teamed up to be on a side of Spencer. And then we have Emily who is wanting, it seems, to make a deal with A. Right. She's acting alone. She's acting alone. And we have public scenes of the girls trying to manipulate A in a way which... To me, all this is very far-fetched. I mean, we know it's far-fetched, but A is all-knowing, all-seeing, all-being. I know. I can't believe A fell for this. Right. It does not make sense. So either A knew what was happening or the writers were like, they'll just, we'll just forget that whole thing. This is like the one time. Right. The one time that they tricked A. Right. Which doesn't fall through. We'll get there. Yeah, Yeah. So Emily gets a note for a meeting place in uh, a book, which it says property of Spencer Hastings on the book. So I don't know if that's like the first sign for them to be like, wait, no, something is off here with to the audience. Because at this point, the audience doesn't know that the girls are working right. together. Right. And so they all meet up in this greenhouse, this greenhouse we've seen them meet up in <laughs> quite a few times now. We don't know where this greenhouse is. It must be close, but then again, it must not be because the girls have to drive there. It's very And it also, if they're driving there for this plan to work, because they all meet up separately later, right? There has to be enough places to park where you can hide your car. Mm-hmm. Right. Four separate cars. Right. They don't even go together. They don't even go together. Four separate cars have to end up at this meeting spot. Right. So the fact that A doesn't see them all meeting up together is just unlikely. It's unlikely. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be in the fantasy, but it doesn't make any sense. And I know this is pre... uh, It's not actually, because later on we see that there is a password-protected phone. But like the fact that A is all-knowing, all-seeing, and they don't know that the girls have been... I guess the note is their way of like doing this on the side as opposed to texting that they have a meeting placed... But like the note in Emily's book, I'm assuming that was Spencer saying, come meet us at 10. Oh, I thought that was A. Right. Well, that's what they want you to think. It's A. But we then find out that the girls are all teamed up and they're meeting each other at 10 p.m., I guess. But like like you said, A is all seeing, all knowing. A would know that they've been meeting up at the Green. They would know. And it's almost like how do they communicate then? Because if the whole month they're pretending to be mad at each other or sighted, they're putting on a facade. They do it in front of Ashley. They do it in front of Ella in the classroom. They do it in front of Toby, Caleb, Lucas, all at the swim meet. Like they're doing it in front of people. Yeah. When are they talking? Because unless they're giving each other these notes on the side that we haven't seen yet. Right. Besides this episode. I mean, they could be texting because, like I said, at this point, there's not really password protected phone. So maybe a, I, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but a couldn't get into their 
unless A could hack their Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it should be easy for A to see things as opposed to like now, 2024. It's kind of much harder with like, you know, the encryption has just gotten better. The other weird thing was we never, unless I'm... I forgot and I can't believe it because we just watched it. But we never saw Emily like answer A via text. No. Like she, she answered circled. via chalkboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which was such, it was just added. And the other thing is, right, like Emily, they all think that it's like Jenna and Garrett, right? Right. They have specifically said like Jenna, Jenna must have help. Jenna, Jenna. And I'm like, where are you getting Jenna from? So, We're back on the Jenna train. Right. So Emily circling the yes in the classroom. Would not who, signify that Jenna would see it. Meant to see, who was meant to see that? I don't know. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like it was added for absolute nothing. Just dramatic. Nothing. Just dramatic yeah. effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just dramatic effect. Yeah. So Emily... Meets up with A at the greenhouse. And at this point, she's basically by herself because Spencer is delayed, which we'll get to. Uh, Hannah is delayed and Arya is not allowed out of the house. Right. right so right. Emily goes by herself. She goes in the greenhouse and Spencer texts her, don't go in without us. But she does. And they have this whole scene at school that Emily, <laughs> I'm trying to explain to Michelle when we were off mic. Emily has Allie's box. Don't know how she got Ollie's box because her and Arya and the girls are not supposed to be speaking. And she says very publicly, I want Ali's box, which is very sexual. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I'm like, Michelle, don't laugh. Ali's box, Ali's box, Ali's box. Ali's box. The magical box. Emily claims that there is something inside that they have on A, which we know they don't have anything on A. But Emily and the girls plan to tell A they have something on on them so emily shows up with the box and a then appears and the girls are not there yet i'm like where would the girls be anyway right outside the greenhouse like they were there the certain amount of time say like don't go in without me and she's already inside right so exactly what What was spencer they're gonna hide in there what were they gonna do in there there's Mm. three of them right (laughs) like a is gonna figure it out (laughs) Right. well they clearly don't clearly they're very intelligent but not in this episode it seems but not in this episode it doesn't make sense hmm. it just doesn't mm-hmm. so a shows up and emily is very awkwardly walking so painfully slow towards a telling a doesn't it suck that we have this on you and haha we you know we got you and and she's like don't you want to know what it is <laughs> she opens the box and she's like nothing <laughs> so bad zoom in on a nothing empty box it's empty box and a gets pissed and attacks emily and so they're fighting and rolling around and slapping each other with things and items and whatever and then Spencer and Hannah, well, Spencer and Aria at that point come in and they, you know, get Emily up. And then it looks like they're going to trap A. Like A doesn't know what to do. So A takes a pot and throws it up to the glass ceiling so that glass shatters everywhere and distracts the girls. And so they can run out and they're running. And so they all run after A. And then Hannah hits A with her car. Which like, I was as like, payback, bitch. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Redemption here. Redemption. And of course, they cannot catch up with A. 
And Spencer is so upset because I don't know what she thought was going to happen here, but well, I thought I, she thought that they were going to find out who I was. Of course. I mean, they've had this plan. They've been putting on this whole facade for like a month, right? Mm-hmm. Sneaking, having this huge. I mean, you want your plan to pay off. You of feel course. like you're so close. Like so you actually close. see him in the flesh. You could taste kinda. it. Yeah. You can taste it. And he was there in the flesh in front of them. Yeah. Or so we think. Or. or Again, I know I have, I hear stuff no, in my no. back. You're For like, sure. oh, <laughs> right. You know, an A-ish figure. An A-ish figure. At this point in time, the audience is going to say, yes, this is A, right? Like this For sure. has to be A. It has to be. It's the one who's communicating with Emily. So, exactly. Yeah, so this is a. a and A escapes. But the shining moment is that Spencer says, I think we have Ace phone. The phone is cracked and it seems to be password protected. But now she has this like very small glimmer of hope that the girls are going to crack this somehow. Yeah. Excited for this? Very excited for this of what we find. I'm okay. Yeah. Caleb. Caleb. My love Caleb. Sketchy Tim Rigg. He dealt with phone stuff. He sure does. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. He would hack phones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Store that. I am. For sure. Vic also wanted to know if you thought that was going to happen. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I'm also wondering if he would get like a weird secret client and be like, here's my number. Can you make sure no one can get into this? Oh, I love it. So it's like on the reverse. Right. Like instead of helping the girls, he ends up helping A. By accident. By accident. That's a great that would that's a great story. I don't know. I love that story. It probably doesn't happen. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of listeners wanted to know, Kate asked, did you really think that Allie and the Liars that A really thought that the Liars had something on them? Did I think Did you do we believe yeah. that A thought that something that I the girls so. had was on them? I or guess. A just wanted to show to show? Or to make a deal again. Maybe, as you said, maybe recruit one of them for their team. You know, something. Yeah, I don't think it was to recruit for the team. Okay. I would think maybe thought that there was something, had something. Because otherwise, A would have been a little bit more on their game. Unless this comes out that, like, this was all, like, I knew. Right, like I was just playing with you because I knew I could. A seemed really flipping pissed that the phone was gone. Yeah, so much that they smashed their own car window. Yeah, I wish we got a better look at the car. Mm. Black car, it seemed. I think so, or like navy maybe. Definitely a sedan, not a SUV, so we got that. Right. Yeah. Was it the same car that hit Hannah, maybe? Not sure. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll have to fact check that. Uh, Kat adds, what what will the liars do with A's phone? And is this actually a win or will it lead to nowhere? Probably lead to nowhere because we're in season two, episode 14. Probably lead to nowhere. Nowhere that's like the final answer. I mean, maybe we'll see like missed calls and it's going to be like Garrett and Jenna or something. Because I feel like we're like really riding this hard. Do you think it's A's actual phone or do you think it's a burner phone? I think it's a burner phone. Yeah, but any anything that A loses is a lo- is a loss, right? So yeah, I mean he, they were pretty mad about it. So. They were mad, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, so 
Aside from that, the girls also have to deal with their perspective aftermath of the doll Dr. Sullivan situation that we saw a month ago, quote. Right. So we have Ashley and Hannah talking about uh, Emily kind of and what, what's going on there. And she also says, Hannah says to her, have you talked to dad since the wedding debacle? And Ashley says, I have. I still can't believe you did that. I don't really understand it. And Hannah's like, yeah, dad's like still kind of mad at me. And Michelle's like, um, hello. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, what were you expecting, Hannah? And then we learned that he actually went ahead and got married yeah. anyway. They got married at like town hall. Mm-hmm. And so Hannah's like, huh, I don't really, you know, don't really understand why he's mad at me. And then at school, <laughs> oh, we have Hannah. Hannah who's hanging out with Lucas again. So I guess because she couldn't hang out with her other friends, she's hanging out with Lucas, which is great to see them together. Yeah. And Caleb also like wanted him to keep an eye on her yeah whatever that meant yeah <laughs> i don't really understand uh, i guess caleb i guess well, well because caleb wh- knows about the shovel situation i'm right. sure and right and so he's yeah. like oh thanks for helping me with hannah yeah and you know it's it's nice to see caleb and come into town and hannah and him reunite again and oh um lucas is acting like a weird a little awkward well i think he still has feelings for her yeah it seems that way that he's, he's still crushing on her yeah. and it's kind of forbidding because he knows that like his best his basically his best friend is dating her so yeah. it's awkward for him yeah and then we have a scene between caleb and lucas outside the swim meet and this is what Lucas gets a little bit more like cryptic with his message. And he's like, so how long do you think you're going to be staying here? Uh, you know, what are you going to do? How do you like your family? What, do you, what are you thinking about doing next year? And Caleb's like, why are you acting like my guidance counselor? Like, I don't really know. I'm going to figure it out. And so he's like, hey, if you can't, you know, allow me to live with you anymore, that's fine. And Lucas is like, no, no, you stay as long as you want. But it just the message was weird. He was like. <laughs> Be it was along the lines of like be careful of who you're gonna affect. Like I'm yeah. fine if you leave, but like it's almost like Lucas is thinking about Hannah, right? Like don't mess with Hannah's feelings. Right. Like remember, I told you not to do that. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Mm. And then the last bit with Hannah is that Tom comes into town and he tells Hannah that in order for their family dynamic to get better. Him and his new family are moving to Rosewood. So therefore, Kate will be going to Rosewood High with her and the girls. And Ashley goes, it's because he loves you. Right, right, Tom? Like, elbowing him. Like, this is why you did it, right? Not because of some other reasoning. I know, that was so weird. And it's not like Tom was like, yeah, it's because I love you. I want to be close to you. He didn't even answer Ashley in that moment. No, he didn't. It was weird. It was. Everyone wants to know what your predictions on... What's going to happen with Kate in town? Well, I was waiting to see Kate again because you told me Kate is like a couple of episodes ago that she's still an issue. And I and the fact and the way you described it of like it gets old real fast. Yep. There's no way you were talking about just that wedding debacle. Oh, yeah. Now this, you know, she goes to school with the girl. So it's yeah, a problem. I, I just don't understand why we're adding her in. When we still have so much to figure out and we already have enough characters. I know. We don't need another one. It's be- it's because they don't want you to be uninterested in the fact that they're giving you these small sh- little shreds of A. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to give them a little bit each episode, but not enough because we need to keep prolonging this. 
Right. And we'll give them everything else to kind of feed and buy us time. And that's why I feel like the storyline is just very unnecessary. Maya's still around? She's still in the picture? Yeah, she's not on the island. Okay. We'll see her next week. This is like another character that's still in our, like we brought back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like we have a lot going on. We have a lot. There's a lot of characters on the payroll right now. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And it's hard to divide up time equally. So it's like things are going to go on the back burner, which for us will be the A story because we need Uh, to develop some other stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. But let's talk about the juicy Ar- Arya Ezra stuff, which I was like hoping and praying last week. I was like trying to like butt you like, so who else is going to find I out know, about and that? I wasn't taking it. I like refused. Which is fine. I was like so excited for you to actually see this then in, in person and witness yeah. this whole debacle. So yeah. Arya and Mike are having this like nice sister brother casual coffee walk talking about Mike's therapist and how he's gone through maybe a couple Mm -hmm. and this one seems to fit his personality Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they bump into Ezra and things are awkward because it seems like since a month ago when the shovel situation happened Mm -hmm. Arya kind of broke it off with Ezra or like at least they're in limbo yeah and he's they're awkward and talking about how she got lend the book and how she should return it and then she tells Mike go throw away my coffee and this way they can chat for a second and he's heartbroken because he can't be with the woman or girl I should say (laughs) the girl he loves he can't be with her I mean I don't mean to laugh I think he he means it he does mean it clearly yes he does so much so so much so and so they haven't really spoken she thinks that it's still not good for them to be together because she's afraid of what could happen to him and yeah. he's like okay i don't really i don't really know what that means but we then have a scene between byron and ezra where they talk about their students seeing a movie or some bullshit an, an un- unnecessary scene i feel there's a lot of unnecessary <laughs> i think it just showed how they're becoming friends, friends. Because he's like, hey, come over for dinner and scotch. We have to finish, you know, what we never got to finish. Right, because of the mic situation. Right. So I think it's just showing like, oh, we had like a friendship building here. And right. And how much can't. of a betrayal it will be Correct. if he Correct. were to date their daughter. Right. So after that, Jackie catches Arya in Ezra's office trying to leave him the book and also a note. But then she decides maybe she's not going to give the note. And the two fight over it and Ezra comes in. So now he knows that Jackie knows about their relationship. So that's just another added level of fear in him and knowing why Arya broke up with him, right? We know obviously it's for other reasons, but he thinks it's because of Jackie. So he's like, you got to trust me. Let's do this thing. And so we have this. I really enjoyed this scene. I thought it was pretty perfect. It was good where Ezra shows he's sitting in front of the Montgomery's and it's silent and it's just awkward and he's nervous and he just flat out says, I'm in love with your daughter. And the stairs were so great. It was so great. And Ella just goes... The jet, the gentle touch on Byron, like, please don't do anything. <laughs> it, have, like, it was so this? great. And then Mike comes downstairs, which the parents are obviously not about, but Mike's kind of staying and listening to the whole thing. And Arya's like, it's true. We met before school this year, which, which Michelle would say it was only, what, three months ago? Or four months ago, right? Four In months December, ago. August, like right before school. 
That's four insane. months. Insane. We have seen only four months of content in two seasons. One and a half seasons, we should say. But four months of content, that's all it is. It feels like no time has it like it feels like we've gained nothing from them only being together for like less than four months. And on again and off again. And again, how often can these two see each other? How often do these t- people talk to each other? Like the mm, fact that point, they're so point, deeply point. in love in three months, again, when you know, you know, and like it's a different situation, but they haven't barely been able to spend so much time together. Yeah. Do they see each other every single morning before he goes to class. Like I, you don't know that. You don't right. see it. And, and this month has been off. The whole month has been off. Exactly. It's been one month. So it's been like three months? Ish. That's Ish. it. So wow, wow. to the audience, I'm sorry for you shippers, but it's hard to believe that these two are so deeply in love with because, each other. Well, to the audience, it feels like it's been longer. For, it's, it feels like it's been at least a it's year. It's actually only been It's only been four months. months. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow, guys, this is nuts. So after they tell the parents... It gets heated. Like, at first, they're okay. They're listening. But then it gets very hot very quickly. And Byron's like, you need to leave. You don't understand. Like, this needs to end. (laughs) So then Mike comes and just punches Ezra. He's like, punches him, walks over to the door, opens the door. He's like, Like, you're good. Like, right in the jaw, not in the face. Like, not in the eyes or the nose area. Yeah, like, right in the mouth. Bottom lip. It's enough to just like, and I was just so shocked by it. He's like looking at Arya with his eyes wide open. I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? Someone was going to punch you. I guess so. I don't know. Someone was going to slap you. Yeah. Something was going to happen. You're dating their 16 year old daughter. And you were her teacher. And you were her teacher. And you lied. And you lied. To Ella. Mm hmm. Well, you you kept the truth. Withheld the truth. Both of them did, obviously. Arya especially. Yeah, but Ella thought it was Spencer, mm-hmm. which, yeah. Which, we have a scene after that where both Ella and Byron are talking about the situation, and Ella is definitely a lot more level-headed about it. She's like, look what happened. We were away for a year. We come home after she had to keep your fucking cheating secret, mm-hmm. and our family was not in a good state then, and now look at what happened. Like, she's always beat to her own drum. This is Aria. And I didn't really get give him the opportunity to explain when I thought it was Spencer. So she does vouch for him there. And then Arya comes downstairs because she overhears Byron telling them, like, we need to go to the police. Like, this needs to be a reported thing. And Ella's like, let's just cool off. Just let's give it a second. And Arya says, can we just give it, like, don't make a decision right now. Cool off and then we can discuss this because I know you think it's not real, but it's so real to me. And I was saying off mic to Liz, like, if my teenage daughter came to me and said this, like, 16-year-old, I'm in love with my teacher. He's not my teacher anymore, right? We have this relationship. It would be so hard to believe her. And then you had a good point of, I would blame the adult. He's the adult. He's the adult. Ezra's the adult. It's inappropriate. It's like, while I would be disappointed in my child, I wouldn't blame her. Right. And like as or a teen, him. you want to trust your kid. Their right. their feelings are valid. Right. What they're they feeling think is that true. This is true love. And I guess it could be. It could be for sure. Like this is her first probably love seven ever. Year, seven and, year difference. And yeah. it seems very real. And 
wheel real and the fact that they have to keep it private makes it even more important right like it sure. makes it such yeah. on another level mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they think what they're doing is like this epic love story only written in television you know right uh, ironically it is the only the, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. written in television yeah that this happens so yeah. and going back to like the prospective of last week the prospective or the perspective of the 16 year old being legal in Pennsylvania. Well, if it was so legal, why is Byron going to threaten to call the cops on Ezra? If it was legal, then it wouldn't be a problem. Do I mean? Yeah. Well, maybe it was just like abuse of power in the school system. Maybe. Yes. Which it's, it is, it is that. Right. And spoiler for the book. I will just put it here. If you don't want to hear anything about the book, Mike had sent that Ezra does go to jail in the book. Really? He does. Yeah. And then is that it for his character? No. I don't think so. <gasps> I don't know. I don't know. I never read the books, so. I want to read the books so bad, but I won't because the show will probably I f- be ruined. I No, I feel like when we're done with season two, you can read the books. Oh. If you want to. Yeah, I do. Okay, I'm giving you permission. <laughs> well, you'll see where, what, you'll I, see mean, what I mean. You'll yeah, see what I mean. Yeah, I mean then. Sure. Because well, I feel like by then, like, the book doesn't match the show anymore, so it's like... Wow. You can just read and it won't matter. <laughs> it won't. Plus, there's so many books. There's so many books. Anywho, non, we're back to yeah, yeah. regular scheduled programming. So they tell Ari to go upstairs because they're like, we can't. Not tonight. Not, they not petered, tonight. They petered, not tonight, not tonight, Aria. We can't not deal tonight. with it. Even Ella, who like looks like she's going to soften, is like, no, Aria, I can't deal with this. I, can't even, I basically can't even look at you. Yeah. Which is really hard. So after that, Arya needs to sneak out because now her friend Emily is in trouble. And so she sees Mike and she thinks she's gonna he's going to rat her out. And he's like, no, go through my window because that's how I've been escaping this whole time, <laughs> which is so funny. And she's like, oh, OK. Um, and then he tells oh, then he tells her. You know, I'm sorry I punched Ezra, but honestly, it's probably better me punching him than dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I saw that happening and I just stepped in because, you know what? I was just going to calm the situation. Valid. But, you know, I, Valid thought that way, was, Mike. I thought that was great. Yeah. All right. So our listeners want to know, especially Kate, who absolutely loves the scene. She okay. thinks it's like the greatest thing ever. Okay. What did you think about this whole scene? What did you think about the way that they came out to Arya's parents without A, com- you know, uh, Vic had added, would you allow A to rat you out or would you do it yourself? Like, how would you, how did you like the way they revealed it? I like, I actually do like that. It was, were you surprised? I, I was surprised. Were. I didn't think this was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think Ezra would do it. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was Ezra and Arya. It was Ezra. And Arya stayed silent for like a good while until right. she finally she got out. She waited until Ezra was like, okay, I need a little help here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when there was no feedback being given. So I actually liked this. Yeah. I actually really, really liked how I this all went say, down. I did too. And I really like how angry the parents are and how they're like, you were her teacher. Like we keep driving this home and I'm like, yes, thank you. Yeah, I Thank really you. I thought everyone acted this scene beautifully. Yeah. I thought yeah, they did a good job. The way that it was set up, and as Kate had sent in her email, like she loved how quiet it was in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then like Ezra like put on a nice tie to like talk to the family. Like it just, it was really, it was rooted in really good like cinematography. I feel well, it was just good too because 
they weren't seated around a dinner or anything. He is He's standing. He's yeah. standing <laughs> and everybody else is sitting. Mm-hmm. And that's hard because that feels like you're giving a speech or performative. Absolutely. It was good. Yeah. I it liked must it. have been really hard for him. And the fact that I'm just the whole time and Britt had sent this in her email, like how many times did you want to be like, hey, Byron, you're a hypocrite. Well, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. When he, I think, he, didn't he say something along the lines of like, you should know when to end it. Right. Like you make, you can make mistakes, but like you need to you be need the to responsible know, right, one. Like, and Byron, you need to take a seat. And Ella's like, <laughs> You need to take a seat, sir. A very low seat. You need to sit down quickly. Yeah. All right. And then our last scene with Ezra and Arya, which I feel like, again, this is an unnecessary scene where Ezra is in his office. He's not at home drinking his scotch. He's in his office. Yeah, that is strange. On his couch, door open so anyone can come in. At least lock the door. He went back to work. He went back to work. Like, that's your, your relaxing, safe place. Like, hell no. I'd want to be screaming and crying into my pillow. I don't think I registered how strange that is until right now. It's just a weird when thing you go to do. Home? You would go home. You'd be like, I'm so upset and furious. Like, go Unless lay on this- the couch, have a bottle of wine, and, you know, cry yourself to sleep. Unless he did this in between classes maybe god what a weird that's so weird that would be very strange anyway he's laying on his couch jackie comes in and he's like oh god i can't even look at you like you i can't believe you did this and she's like dude i'm just trying to just help you out like you what did you think was going to happen what happened oh you look you got punched in the face like i don't know what you expected you were dating a minor right (laughs) And he's like, just get out. Like, I never, basically, I never want to see you again. Like, don't, I don't even want to look at you. I can't stand you. You're not, you're not a part of this. You're not helping. So I guess showing Jackie, like, we'll never be together ever again. Well, he also says, and if you do anything to her. Yeah. Like, he kind of threatens her. He does. He said, I'm going to protect Arya. You can't do anything to her. I kind of like, you know, a little dark Ezra. Yeah. It does show some depth. I'm so sick of seeing this. One note of him in this episode, we actually saw him like stand up for who he loves, mm-hmm. even though he knows it was going to be difficult. Yep. And then we got like a little dark. So, okay, we're getting some depth Kudos here to Ezra okay. Ian Harding, right? Ian Harding. Yeah, you got it. You did good this episode. <laughs> All right. So Spencer is ballsy dangling in front of Garrett that she knows about him and Jenna's relationship and he says oh it was never a secret it was just private I'm like you probably kept it a secret because again she's underage so again (laughs) now this is out and about and everybody knows apparently I don't know who knows but apparently the town now knows that Jenna and Garrett are together and so yeah okay that's that's kind of strange to me Mm -hmm. I don't know I think it's also strange because, again, he's in a position of power. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's not Jenna's teacher. But he's not Jenna's teacher. And I guess it's not weird. She's a kid. She's a kid. All right. Continue. All right. I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. Okay. To us, she's not really a kid because she's so much more mature than the others. But then she says that she knows about Jenna, but also like, jason and ian and like it's almost like you guys are part of a club and like dangles the nat club situation in front of him mm-hmm. and she mentions oh jason's out of town isn't that weird and she's very suspicious of that and he's like yeah almost like how dr sullivan went missing just like and then he like throws that back in her face so like obviously he knows that she's close to dr sullivan 
Yeah, well, sure. And so Jason hasn't been around, huh? Uh-uh. For a he month. Hasn't been, he's been gone, yeah. So Spencer's like worried a little bit. Not about Jason, but like what does that mean for the situation? Yeah, like two people have now disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we have later Toby dropping off a homemade rocking chair for Spencer. And she's like, I told you, like, you can't come here. Like, we can't be together. We can't be hanging out. And he's like, well, I need to know, like, what is going on with you? Like, we've been th- together through this whole thing. Like, I told you I'm not giving up. And she's like, you just need to leave. And he's and she's like, you need to worry about more important things like your sister and Garrett, that cop she's dating. Like, well, this scene sucks because of the tension and poor Toby. Yeah, I get it. Like Spencer is trying. She's trying to keep him out of it. Yeah, she's trying to keep him away. So she has to just like be nasty to him. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. And that's sad. It sucks for her. Yeah. Yeah. And Toby, too. And Toby. And so then later on, Toby sees Emily at the swim meet. And we see him, like, grab her arm a little bit. Like, you need to tell me what's going on with Spencer. And she's like, that's between you two. He's like, I don't understand why you guys are, like, fighting with each other. Yeah. And then he says, don't lock me out. Yeah. Don't don't you lock me out, too. Like, we're friends here. Yeah. So he's frustrated beyond belief. No answers. No answers for him. So he heads over to Spencer's house later when she's about to literally head out for her A mission. (laughs) And she's about to like grab like murder weapons. Like she's like, I can't deal with this again. And he again does the bad handsy grabbing thing. What is that? that? We don't like. Why are we? Why were we so focused on that? Like the camera showed him deliberately grabbing Emily. Yeah. Remember we did that first season when we thought he was bad, like doing that to Emily. Is this? It feels weird. Like. I don't know. It's almost like showing that Toby can have a darker side. But like by. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. Obviously, like we're not okay with this. But it gives him a little bit of like, I might <laughs> like a little bit like Ryan Atwood. Like I have a little bit of an anger issue that I can't yeah, I guess always so. keep in check. Right. Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. And she begs him like, please let me go. I need to handle this. I will let you know what happens tomorrow. Like, please just like tonight go. And he's like, I don't understand why you can't say something tonight. She's like, just give me just give me like 24 hours. And I'm tomorrow will be like right is right and I can tell you everything because she thinks like she's going to figure out who her yeah. like stalker texter is. Right. <laughs> uh, Kate asks if you were Spencer and you were getting ready to go to this A heist which weapon would you have chosen? Because she looks at the candlestick she looks at the fireplace tools and then the kitchen knives. <laughs> probably the uh, probably the knives probably knives? the easiest to transport. Probably easiest. Yes. The candlesticks were probably too big. Yeah. The fireplace tool, probably good because like you can hit and then poke at the same time. Exactly. And it's long. And There's it's distance. Long. I yeah. mean, that's the one I would want to choose. But if I'm like, have to. Yeah. But I don't know. The knife, though, probably a little like, bit more dangerous. Very dangerous. You can so, hurt your own self. Right. The fireplace tools, you could probably knock down and not kill, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So that's what she would pick. Yeah. I think. Okay. That's. <laughs> The pokers. The pokers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then lastly, we have a little bit of Emily, which I feel like we always just have a little bit of Emily and like not enough of Emily. Even though she did everything. Even though episode. she did basically everything in this episode. But yeah. she gets a fax, which is so funny to us, that she got a fax to the house that I guess she got a clean bill of health. She's able to swim again. There's How no restrictions. How did this come through fax? This is so Right? Like nowadays weird. you would get it through a patient portal, right? Online. But this is like through 
I don't know if she asked the hospital to fax it over to her. This is weird. Who had a house? I mean, we did have a house fax. We always had a house fax. But that's because my dad worked in like tech. So we always had that. Yeah, my, we had a house fax for a long... But it was also an answering machine and a fax. It was like a very special like okay. thing right. that they created that my dad got like the prototype bullshit. Got it. Anyway, it was weird to see a fax come through, but yeah, it was great. Weird. And really so she tells her swimming coach, I need to be on the team again. And the coach is like, whoa, 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 privilege. Like you can't just say you want to be on the team. Like this is something that you have to earn. And it's not really looking good right now because of your like social status with the community service. And Emily's like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I get it. But like, I really want to be on the team. And she's like, well, it's not up to me. It's up to the principal. I have to talk to him. Oh, this sucks. Yeah. Mike says, Michelle, do you think Emily will be back on the swim team by the end of the season? I do. Yeah. I do. Good. Yeah. And like that's the summary. Overall, did you like the episode? I did. Much better than last week. Well, I would hope we liked anything much better than last week yeah last week one um, day you it will make sense some of the things that we saw there but most of it like seth said is pretty useless to us yeah, yeah. you know just for you just have to keep it as a standalone although exactly. there's some meaning a meaning in special, it but a special episode yeah yeah all right we're gonna take a short break and we'll be back and we have an a voicemail Ooh. I knew you would be here. I knew I could depend on you. You listen. You're always listening. Don't go anywhere, Bettys. Listen, Michelle will be right back to guide us through the many dangers, toils, and snares that lie ahead. We had actually got an email from A as well while we were watching the episode, and they had photoshopped our heads, including Seth's head, into orange jumpsuits. So... I will post that on Patreon because it was quite comical. The also, these pictures, pictures are, they chose. The pictures they chose are very suspicious. The picture of your head is from when? Uh, 2007. Okay. The picture they chose, the, my head, is from a party down costume. Mine's also from a Halloween. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> We just realized both of ours are from Halloween costumes. That is weird. Kudos to you, A. Also makes you think That's makes you so think that we um are friends with this person. Because how would they know that? Should we think it's Seth again? Maybe it's Seth. Maybe it's Here's your the sister thing. wouldn't have enough time in her hands, right? No, and Sam doesn't know anything. What I, was your theory? You had a theory when we were off. Well, I was like, it has to be Seth because Seth was like with movie friends for a really long time, like every week he was photoshopping me and his head mm-hmm. on the characters from like the mm-hmm. from like movie posters and movie scenes. Mm-hmm. So this is like something very Seth-esque. Mm-hmm. I also have this theory that it's not just one A we have, but it's a group of Bettys acting as A. The A team. The A Betty team. A-team. And they're just, and I, Kate, you know what? I think you're part of it. I think yeah, you're I think like you the leader. you orchestrated it. You're like Queen Bee. And, and they're your minions. Correct. And you necessarily maybe you're not doing it but you're like hey i can lead you that that sounds great like there's a group chat there is a thread somewhere of like we are Whose liars turn a. it is who's what up you're this gonna week? do yeah i love it that's what i think i mean i hope that that's the case i know because I that would, would be really that. fun i love a collaborative effort yeah teamwork i think mike's a part of it mike is 
definitely a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Going to read his little, his little, his Leon's ladle <laughs> this week, which is Chapman's Saucy Strawberry Frozen Yogurt. I guess Chapman's is Ooh. a brand in Canada. Canada. Mm-hmm. Strawberry, strawberry flavored frozen yogurt, which we would love. Love, mm-hmm. love, love, love. It's infused with spots of strawberry puree. Oh, while frozen yogurt looks like ice cream, it's not real ice cream, and you shouldn't let appearances fool you. Just like in this episode, it appears the liars are fighting and are being co- cold towards Emily. But in reality, it's all a ploy. The use of the word saucy in the title fits perfectly with Spencer and Emily and their fighting words. Finally, the spots of strawberry puree represent the blood from Ezra's nose. I think it was his mouth. After Mike punched him. And just like the ladle full of frozen yogurt, watching someone hit Ezra is equally as satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) That ice cream sounds delicious. Delish. Delish. I'll take some frozen yogurt, please. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have an MVP and a shittiest? I found this was hard. I do have an MVP. I have an MVP. The shittiest was hard. Yeah, I have a shittiest. All right, let's do MVP on three. Okay. Three, three two, two, one, Ella. Oh, nice. And you know what? I have, I have a blue ribbon. For Ezra? For Ezra. Wow. I can't yeah. believe it. I can't believe it. The day we never saw this day coming. But, yeah. Why Emily? Well, even though they all were working as a team and I I kind of have a feeling that like Spencer came up with this plan. Emily yeah. has like really she's gone through the most and has like gone through a lot of physical aspects of A, mm-hmm. like the whole massage. Yeah, the the most so the far. Most. She got like thrown over the table in this episode. A lot of like physical altercations with A and I just yeah, I think Emily did great in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that answer. Yeah. I chose Ella because I feel like she was a perfect representation of what a parent should be with this situation. Like it, yeah. You know, yeah. like she, like I said before, she was level headed enough where she could realize like, I understand how this could happen mm-hmm. and we shouldn't necessarily go to the police because our kid has a reputation in the town now and I don't want her to also get further hurt in this situation and yeah you know he we were we did like him but you know it's there's a bigger picture here i don't know i thought she she was good she was good in this episode way better than byron oh yeah byron just always so hot to do the 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 most like you know irrational thing not that going to the cops is irrational but yeah he's like let me just you know do things in the heat of the moment right shittiest yeah i have one I don't like my answer, but I will say it. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. Toby. Oh, yeah. Toby for sure with the arm grab. I picked Garrett. He's always shit. I just didn't like him up. watching the girls and snacking. Snacking. Then he's at the swim meet. Yeah, and Jenna's not even there. Why is he there? To just well, spy Toby's on the like, girls? Oh, I guess Jenna's in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. The but girls. we never see her. But even still, why is Jenna there? She can't, right. she can't she watch, watch it. it. <laughs> Sorry. And he's there because why? He's there. to tell her what, what happens at the swim meet. Correct. And he's there to spy on the girls with Jenna. He's her eyes. Yeah. yeah. And he also gets a snack there too. He gets a snack. Looks like, that looks like M&M's. Mm-hmm. And like he was almost eating M&M's in the car. Peanuts. I wonder if that was like a Yanni choice. Like I'm going to pick this as a prop 
And I'm just going to like do that this episode. I don't know. I just don't. <laughs> he annoys me so much. Yeah. Me yeah. too. But, but Toby totally, for sure. Just yeah. for the, while he did such a nice thing for Spencer, I didn't like, I just didn't like the grabbing. I'm like, I understand you're so frustrated, mm. but there are a way to like express your frustrations without being physical. Yeah. And I really couldn't think of anyone. I honestly had Ezra on there because of the last scene with Jackie and him being like, it's all your fault. I'm like, no, dude, take responsibility. Yeah, it's no, your it's fault. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely your fault. So. Yeah. And I guess he doesn't know about the plagiarism. He doesn't. Well, he might. Actually, he... Mm, it's not outright talked about, but Arya mentions that Jackie knows and was blackmailing her. But I guess she probably didn't go into the fact that she blackmailed her first. Yeah, you know, she's probably right. like, oh, Jackie, you know, knows about us and she's been blackmailing me. But I, she didn't say what she had to do when A told her to do it. Mm. Or maybe she does. Who knows? Yeah. It's not important. We yeah. don't go back to it. Right. Um, a cringish, I'd say like a 4.5-ish. Yeah. 4. 5 yeah. yeah, I agree. Okay. In between a 4 and a 5 because... Yep. While we did get, like, I truly love that Montgomery scene with Ezra. Like, that was great. The scene of Emily with the box sent me over the <laughs> edge. Uh, I mean, it was beyond. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like that really took that, over. That In that <laughs> box was a 4.5. In that. <laughs> literally in the nothing box, 4.5. Right in there. Thank you for that, Emily. 4.5. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We're at the end of the episode. I'm going to give you the title for our next episode, which is episode 15, which means there's only 10 more episodes left of the season. There's 25 episodes of this long ass season, but it feels like it's going pretty short. I agree. Pretty short. Pretty and quick. I, I feel like we have to wrap some things up and start something new. What do you think we need to wrap up so far? Like, what do you think we're going to wrap up now that we're basically 10 episodes away from the finale? I don't know what we're going to wrap up. I just feel like we're going to bring in something new, which is Kate. Yeah. Because everything else is this ongoing overall A. Mm -hmm. And now Ezra, I guess, like, the parents know, like, Ella and Byron know about Ezra and Arya so that mm -hmm. kind of is not that it's wrapped up but we're like at least we've exposed that right the secrets out now it's yeah. like how are they going to either make it work or not make it work right you know right yeah I guess Kate is gonna add in and then Caleb is staying for the rest of the school year so we so are we told right so we think so far okay yeah all right all right so Next week's episode is titled A Hot Piece of A. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I really, I like this episode a lot. Um, okay. My secret is that I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Hannah throws Caleb a surprise birthday party Cute. at Spencer's Lake House. Oh. <gasps> lake house yes yeah, so the lake house that they uh had a good time with a couple weeks ago and they like did stuff on the couch same lake house that okay. they broke into that spencer doesn't know that they broke into got it okay this is gonna be fun it's gonna be f loads of fun okay so i think lucas is definitely gonna be there and he's gonna be very jealous 
Uh, and I think Toby and Spencer will make up. Oh, okay. And that's all I got for you. All right. <laughs> no, good times will be had. Good times will yeah. be had. As far as Ari and Ezra. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen next week? I think we're very tense and I don't. Do you think they'll like even speak? Because in, I can imagine that, you know, yeah. her parents are going to forbid On that. high watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's going to be like, I just wanted to like see how you're doing and I got to go and like sneak by and. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see them hanging out next week. Right. Well, I what? can tell you Kate's not next week. So we don't get that just yet. So she's not back yet, huh? Mm-mm. Okay. Not yet. It's coming. <laughs> coming around the corner. Yeah. Sullivan. She... You said she's not on the island. She's not. Wow. I don't want to tell you when we see her again. I'll just keep it at that she's not on the island. Okay. And Jason? He's not on the island. No, I know that. Do we see him next oh, week? Oh, uh, no. Wow. What was this What was this actor doing? I don't know, actually. I should find that out. I mean, or unless maybe <laughs> they were just the, right now, like story-wise. Right, well, they're like, we need to bring Kate in, so we'll get rid of like Drew, which I'm like, um, that's not even close to a fair trade. Yeah, I mean, we're just assuming here. <laughs> Okay, cool. Exactly. I look forward to a birthday party for my Caleb. Yep. It's probably his first surprise and only surprise party he's ever had. Oh, and then I guess the whole phone of it all. A's right. phone. That will be discussed whether, hey, hey, Caleb, can you help us? Well, whose phone is this, right? Mm-hmm. Just trust me on this. Can you please help right, us? Because they're not going to be able to tell him whose phone it is. Right, right. Because they honestly don't know whose phone it is. It's not a lie. They don't know whose phone it is. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Until next week, I really enjoy the next two episodes. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Cool. We get some. We get some good stuff. All right. So we'll be back next week for episode fifteen. If you have any pressing questions, comments, etc., you can reach us at wearelierspod at gmail dot com. Our links are in the bio for the episode. If you want to check out our Patreon. We also would love if you give us an Apple podcast review. That would be great. Those things are really great for us. We love it so much. Make us smile. Five stars. Yeah. For old times sake, how about you throw in an emoji? <gasps> yes. What should the emoji be? I don't think. Throw some- in a box. Oh, a box. There is a there is a box. There is a box. Throw in Allie's box for good measure. <laughs> if you need a prompt to leave us a review, start with Allie's Box. Allie's Box. There dot, you dot, go. Dot. We would and love to see that. That you like this podcast and yeah. uh, we would really appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. You can email us at weareliarspod at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voice message or just say hi, we have a voicemail, 631-600-3916. If you haven't already and you're loving the show, please consider giving us a rating and review. This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Daly, music by Anthony Bacora.